Hello, anybody's. It's me, Miss Beans, Vice President of the Lady Contingency of Anybody Can Do This Nation, coming live from a small Christian suburb in Ohio. This week, neighbor and skater Rob opened with a review of last week's questionnaire results and counterpunch submissions. After that, the boys are joined by legendary anybody, Mr. Magic Turbo the Worm Manners, Say that 10 times fast. Neighbor talks to MTW about a smattering of topics, and they wrap the conversation with a little beat or beat those cheeks. Get ready, because anybody can do this. It's the anybody can do this show. Yes, here we go again, give you more, nothing lesser. Back on the mic is the what it do, nephews? It's your boy, neighbor Nick, and welcome to season three, episode four of the Anybody Can Do This Show. As always, as I have been in season three, I am joined once again by the man, the myth, the legend, Skater Rob. Roberto, how are you, my friend? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's good to be on for a third time, is it now? Is this three times in a row? You're one more and you hit for the cycle? Baseball talk. <sighs> yeah, I think so. You I'll familiar with run. the cycle in is baseball? That- no. Single, double, triple, home run all oh, yeah. in one home game. Run. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm on. Yeah. I'm See, on. you're on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, no, but happy to have you here, brother. Again, yeah. I think uh, the people have spoken. I think we'll get into it a little bit later on the questionnaire results, but uh, they love the addition of Skater Rob. So whether you like it or not, I said it was always up to the people. If the people wanted you, you were here, whether you like it or not. So um, here you are. I am psyched that they're psyched. That's all I'll say. I'm pumped that you're pumped about me being pumped. So yeah, that's actually classic <laughs> because that is perfect. That is a little reference to the one, the only uh, Mr. Magic Turbo, the Worm Manners, a.k.a. MTW Manners, the special guest on this week's episode of the Anybody Can Do This Show. So for those of you who aren't familiar, you're missing out. MTW Manners is an OG. Anybody used to has been writing into the show, answering the questionnaire, doing counter punches, all that stuff. Since early in season one, happy to finally get him on here, talk a little bit about his interest in anybody can do this, how he got involved, kind of how he fits into it, why he likes it, why he doesn't. And by special request from him, he wanted to do some beat or beat those cheeks. So we got some winter themed beat or beat those cheeks here, uh, Skater Rob, on the first official snow in Pittsburgh here. We're recording this on Tuesday night. It has been snowing since last night. The Steeler game would have been sick in this tonight but unfortunately got moved to wednesday at 340 which is unheard of but like how do you feel about that dude like what do you this i mean again a lot of thoughts out there pretty good actually about it you feel pretty good nice it's it's something that's never gonna happen again probably you know unless if it happens again this season for some other team but it's pretty cool man i can just you know picture some yinzer like you know talking about it's like all right you know get out of work do half day at work, get out, go home, hop in a shower, get out, <laughs> turn the game on. Uh, get drunk while it's still light out, which is a win <laughs> right now with the, the way that the yeah, clocks have turned the back. The game and all will this be stuff. over just in time for a late supper. Well, dude, that's the thing. I, I've been so mad that uh, phenomenal Pittsburgh impression right there, by the way. Not yeah. enough props. Gonna, that was uh, my go Beaver that. County dialect. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I could tell right off the hop. So it was perfect. So, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, not Corona. I, um, I love that though, but no, I was kind of, I am just bummed that this has been happening. Like just keep postponing. It's almost a week now since this game was supposed to have been played on Thanksgiving. That's frustrating, but 
it's awesome. It's never going to happen yeah. again. Like you said, you are one of the few people who are still like physically going into work most days, but that doesn't matter. You have the day off tomorrow. Most yeah. people are still working from home. So like a quarantine NFL game, whether you're a Steeler fan, Raven of- fan, gambler, NFL fan, whatever, having that at 345 on a Wednesday. It's like a blessing. Dude, 85% of the country is going to have fake meetings from 330 on tomorrow. Oh, just yeah. like be watching this game. Uh, or just like, yeah. like, you I know what I mean? The bathroom. Or, yeah, exactly. Um, just like out of office. See ya. Like busy. Can't. Yeah. Can't help you. Won't be able to do no man's land in Pittsburgh. Well, and I guess this will be out the day. This is podcast magic. Congrats to the Steelers for hammering the Ravens last night. We'll see how this ages. But (laughs) (laughs) shout out to Steelers. Always making Baltimore the younger brother. And uh, awesome win by the boys. 11-0. Let's keep it rolling. (laughs) um, No, Rob. So we said that our part was going to be kind of quick this week. We're going to go over questionnaire results real quick. We'll do – we did have a counterpunch, another email counterpunch, which might be a trend for season three, which I'm down and into. And then I wanted to get – right into the interview with uh, MTW Manners. He is a character, to say the least. It's I've never met this guy before. I've never gotten a chance to talk to him for more than just exchanging some DMs or on the questionnaire or whatever. So yeah. I want to devote most of today's episode to the worm. So uh, I think we should hop into the questionnaire results. What do you think? All right, let's do it. Boom. So if you're not familiar, every week we post a questionnaire in our link, in our bio, in our Instagram. Uh, our Instagram is at the anybody can do this show. Uh, so make sure if you're not following us on Instagram, head to there. I've been doing bad with the grid. I need to step it up here for season three, get some more action on the grid. We were actually talking, uh, Rob, about potentially maybe posting some of your cartoons on there. Oh, yeah. You just dropped yeah, a brand yeah. new cartoon. So maybe we'll throw yeah, that we on there. Start showing the world a little more, a little more stuff. Again, I think that people need more skater rock. They want to know a little bit more right. about you. And I think, uh, and again, you're, we got you're lots. Do, we got lots. We got lots. So we'll <laughs> drop it on there. But again, if you're not, we update the questionnaire every week. Sometimes it's shorter, sometimes it's longer, open ended, poll questions, whatever it may be. It's always at our Instagram, which is at the anybody can do this show. Boom. This week, it was real short, real sweet questionnaire because I didn't want to take away from the manners, man. And it was kind of, of Thanksgiving up last week. Don't know if people were catching up, might have missed it, whatever. Lots of things going on. It was we a weird on. week, yeah. Yeah. I, again, I... I'm glad that we dropped on Thanksgiving. I had fun doing it last week. We got some great feedback. And these yeah. Beater Beat Those Cheeks were contested. So well, let's get into them. So we did Thanksgiving-themed Beater Beat Those Cheeks uh, last week. First one we had on there, creamed corn. Uh, mm-hmm. Like most of us that were on the show, me, you, Bleepanema. Shout out Bleepanema, by the way. I yeah. can't believe I feel bad. We got this ba- deep into the episode, almost six minutes. Didn't shout out her awesome performance on last week's She episode. was great. She was great, yeah. She, I was uh, nice to hear from her. It was. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off no, you, you catch your little feelings right there i saw you like <laughs> look off into the distance kind of longingly there a little fond just... memory as i have of 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 hey, man, Nemo, knows, but, yeah. <laughs> skater rob if i didn't know any better i think you were smitten right now <laughs> yeah yeah no but bleep is a day one love bleep shout out bleep uh awesome job on last week's episode had a ton of fun kind of talking to her how she got intro same thing we're going to kind of do with manners this week uh why you're into acdt why it resonates and and a uh, little beater beat those cheats action. But the beater beat those cheeks that we did do with Bleep and Nemo were all Thanksgiving themed. First one we had was creamed corn. Yeah. Uh, like most people on the panel last week, I think all people, I think it was a unanimous beat on creamed corn last week. The anybody's are also beat on creamed corn this week. Landslide vote. So I know you're, I know you're all right with that. You hate yeah, creamed yeah. corn. Yeah. 
fucked up. Dude, gross. talking about gun. I think it's very, uh, <laughs> it was very uh, relevant. No, it resonates. I hate, I feel like that's just a word I use all the time. Like, um, resonate. Uh-huh. But uh, picking the wrong can at the grocery store. You yeah. were talking about that last week. And that's just maybe one of the worst kind of surprises when you get home that you can have. Yeah, it, it sucks. I, that's all I got to say. Yeah, <laughs> move on. Don't even want to think about it. I like it. Uh, next one we had was cranberry sauce. Uh, beating those cheeks, cranberry sauce. Like 75-ish percent of the vote was was into that. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Like I was saying, has its place on Thanksgiving, keeps it rolling. And- yeah, I, I don't think, I think I said I didn't like it, but you know, whatever. I don't hate it. If it's on the table, it's just one more thing to eat. Right. And if I remember correctly, I think we brought you around on it and you were beating the cheeks because just have to have it just for Thanksgiving. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, The next one we had was, was homemade gravy better than canned gravy? I was in the canned gravy camp and this will actually come in later. We had a pretty uh, elaborate uh, thought on homemade gravy. Not really a counterpunch, but it was in the questionnaire. Uh, Anybody's beating the cheeks of homemade gravy over canned gravy. So... Mm, um, my yeah. my feelings still stand. I think that homemade gravy is vastly believe, overrated for the most part. Yeah, I believe my stance was if it was on the table, then that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were very easy to please. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of easy to please, you were talking last week about how you were going home family Thanksgiving. Didn't yeah. even end up making it. Uh, stayed home, did your own thing. <laughs> Got food from two different. Like places, drop off beer. You you may have had the greatest Thanksgiving of finesse I've ever seen, dude. It was incredible. Yeah, getting fucking two homemade, sitting here watching Robocop. Oh, dude, (laughs) Robocop and Punisher. Oh yeah, you were going in right. It was it was it was a much needed day of rest, but I definitely got it. And thanks to you, uh, fucking give me that plate of fucking Thanksgiving leftovers. Fuck yeah, dude. Happy to do it, bro. Appreciate Happy to it, do it. I apologize if I feel like I'm drinking in the mic. I got this scratch in my throat, but get it all out there, bud. No, you can't be coughing in the mic. It's a professional know, yeah, operation yeah, out here. Um, yeah, so, in any of those leftover plates this weekend, Skater Rob, that actually another phenomenal segue by the boy, just a pro out here. Speaking of pros, any apple pie in any, either of those plates? No. No, you know why? Because it's beat. (laughs) I was very, I was very surprised on this. 50, 50, man. Basically a down the middle split 50, 50 beat or beat those cheeks on apple pie. I'm telling you, man, highly overrated, not executed. We always talk about execution on the show and just apple pie. Anybody speak loudly 50, 50 on whether they like it or not. So sorry, buddy. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) They don't know what they're missing. Yeah. More for you. Right. (laughs) That's right. All right. right. So, um, like I said, real quick on the questionnaire from last week, uh, we do always, uh, kind of at the end have that, uh, area suggestions for anybody can do this segment. We want to get more. Anybody's involved. Girl from bleeping Nima, her pitch at Stephen Brault. Dude, speaking of Stephen Brault, I don't even know if I told you this. Stephen Brault officially saw the story that we tagged him in when we when we dropped the episode on Thanksgiving, nice. which is huge. I, I yeah. slid in Stephen Brault's DMs. Pause. Um, yeah, yeah. So trying to get him on the show. So anyone listening, if you know Stephen Brault, uh, girl from Bleepanema really wants to get him on here, kind of do like a dating show type thing, or at least yeah. talk to him about his Broadway singing experience slash being a professional pitcher. I'm going to send him another one. I got to be more diligent on, on being in Mr. Brault's DMs. But we, uh, we do have some semblance of contact, Skater Rob. It's going down. It's going down in the DMs, baby. <laughs> so, uh, no. So, anybody's segment, we want to get people on here um, to do more kind of any segment that they want. We're going to we're gonna let you ride. Two real uh, answers that stood out to me this week. We had a lot of good ones, but these two really stood out to me. Again, the OG poop stain. 
Um, let's bring back some of these prank calls. So I don't know how I feel about that. I hope he's not talking about the calls that I had with my good friend and business now PR advisor, Eddie Rosenberg. Like those are not prank calls. Those are very much, that, that was just happened to be a, a real conversation that I had with him about Betty Crocker ad deals that are coming in. Like, I don't appreciate Poop Stain really calling those prank yeah, calls. I don't so. know where he gets that. Yeah, I, I don't know where he gets the call, Skater Rob. So I, I'm sorry, Poop Stain. I, if I have a feeling that m- there could be a chance that maybe we get a voicemail or two from Eddie moving forward here. I mean, we're working kind of more behind the scenes, but I'll, I'll see if he wants to come on the show or, or do something. So, um, um, counter. There it is. There's one. Yeah. Uh, the last one that we have for this week, and then we'll jump right into the MTW Manners interview, is from Pasadena Slim. So Pasadena Slim was here last week, jumping back in this week. Uh, a little bit of a long one, so buckle up here, Robbie. Buckle up, bud. Hey, guys. First, I'd like to say Ep3 was great. The return of Skater Rob was a pleasant surprise. How you doing? Skater Rob, the people love you. <clears throat> when he talked about apple pie, I thought he was going to eventually confess to fucking a hot apple pie like oh. Jim Levenstein. Again, huge, huge American pie shout out. Yeah. Did you bring that Thank- up on last week's episode? No, uh, you were thinking no. about Thank it. Thank God I didn't even make that connection, though. I, I, yeesh. Oh, shout out Pasadena Slim. Just again, if you can't yeah, break yeah. balls, what are you doing? Here? Oh, so, dude, no, yeah. <laughs> I think we know where he probably voted in the beat or beat those cheeks right there. Uh, again, back to Pasadena. Bleep did a great job, too. I really want to know why she denied the pet running across the screen. Do you think she is dude. hiding something? That's that's a great I even question. I said something about I was like, I, I, maybe it was on the mic or not, but I definitely said I saw something. Yeah, something exactly. Across the screen. Right, yeah. I think, I think the same Thankfully, thing. I'm not I think that there's trip. a chance chance that she just missed it the zoom is a little bit harder sometimes it gets garbled maybe Maybe she didn't hear and then uh yeah or like a little delay potentially but that was a little strange from from bleep kind of i think she thought i think i thought i said originally it was a cat and that maybe that's what threw her off because it was really a dog she has a dog but Uh, whatever i I digress um back to pasadena here neighbor led the squad effectively and i think he is uh correct in stating a partner is better than the solo show another shout out to skater rob the only thing I disliked about the episode is the outrageous lack of appreciation for homemade gravy of all the bad things that have taken place on earth in 2020 that may have been the most egregious. Honestly, so fucking bad. Other than that, though, it was a bang up job. So right back at you. Love the Pasadena Slim passion there. Again, not uh, alliteration game on point, but uh, he's just he or she's just wrong. Canned gravy is just smaller room for error. And I don't know what to tell you. Hey, man, I I think I'm like you know, on the fence here. So I can't really argue either side for you guys, but, uh, she definitely threw a a fastball at you. I think here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I just love the input either way. So before we get into manners, I think that it's only appropriate that we do counterpunch for this week. So we did have another email entry counterpunch shout out steel gray kind of leading the way last week with the email counterpunches talking about favorite stoner movies, which reminds me skater Rob speaking of favorite stoner movies. I've been talking to top shelf, Tom, your boy uh, noted that you are number one top shelf, Tom fan. He is number one skater Rob fan via text to me after a couple of your episodes. Top Shelf Tom wants to come back on. I think we're going to do it next week and have a great conversation, which I think has, this is why I love ACDT, that's just kind of germinated out of input from the anybody's, Mm -hmm. is this huge 
stoner movie conversation that we've now had, right? So that we've had kind of a little input every week about that, whether direct or not indirect. Top Shelf Tom wants to come out in here, maybe have a little conversation about that. Maybe we'll kind of set the groundwork. We're going to watch some movies potentially or come back with some movie picks. So maybe I think we're going to do stoner movies versus movies you watch when high, which I think are two very different genres i don't know how you feel about that or perhaps movies that you do not watch while you're high again a third one throwing a curveball in here we could potentially consider but i think again i like that idea a lot shelf shelf reflection shelf segment so he'll kind of he'll lead the way on that one definitely interested in hearing his perspective on either either on either exactly anything just again you're you're his number one fan you got his jersey i see it here hanging in your apartment so goddamn right (laughs) yeah No, but all right. So again, counterpunch is if you're feeling any type of way, you hear something on here, you you really got to get your thoughts, your feelings out. You can hop on your phone. You can either type us out an email or you can do a voice note, which we really love and we'll plug it in here, play it on the show. Either one of those, you send us an attachment on an email. You hit us at our email address, which is theacdtshow at gmail.com. Hit us up. We'll go through those, play the ones we really like on the show or read them every week. Speaking of reading, shout out Beans. Awesome intro by Beans at the beginning of the show, by the way, if we didn't say so, so already. Sick. Bang up job from Miss Beans there. Uh, Beans has an email address, or an email address, excuse me, wrote in an email this week that, again, is just right on par for Beans. Just phenomenal input from an anybody that we love. So Beans is very adamant, which I respect, about keeping her identity kind of... Uh, and if I have to bleep out her, I don't think that'll be a big deal, but we'll find out based on the we'll intro and stuff. Uh, so I did my best to kind of edit the email enough to keep her anonymous. Been talking to her on Instagram. Uh, I think she'll be cool with it, and we'll go from there. All right. So cool. here yeah. is the counterpunch email from <laughs> Beans. So she started off by saying, can't wait to read the intro. Send me the email. Da, 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 da. This is kind of halfway into her email. Uh, I thought I'd also take a minute to introduce myself a little. I will preface this by saying I am choosing not to disclose my actual identity because I would love to share some stories from when I was in a college marching band. And there's a rule that what happens on the band buses stays on the band buses. I'm so hyped about this. So again, another American (laughs) Pie kind of reference here is... yeah. Band camp. Like, is that a real thing? Like, I've never really thought that that, like, wild shit goes down at band camp or on the band bus, but maybe it does. And it sounds like we might have a portal to some of those stories, which I would absolutely love. I so, can't wait. Back to Beans' email. So, to avoid being on a 300 plus uh, people shit list for breaking that code publicly, for now, I'll just clarify. I am indeed Miss Beans, and I loved hearing the girl from Bleepanema on last week's pod. I am proud to be part of the ACDT girl gang with her as our fearless leader. So, Bleepanema blazing past for the dude, female listeners of ACDT, which that I absolutely is cool love. in itself. Exactly. Dude. The fact that Bleepanema is now looked at as like an OG in the ACDT world is <laughs> hilariously awesome awesome dude this is exactly i couldn't have asked for anything better this is Um, awesome yeah all right back to the email beans i've been listening to the show since the episode andy shared the story of how he lost his thumb have you heard that story skater up I don't think so. You have to go man. back. I'm pretty sure it's in uh, season two and hear yeah. about how Andy lost his thumb. It's a, it's, it's oh, a wild shit. story. It sounds so, fucking 
Crazy. Yeah. All right. So beans. Back to the beans. Since that day, I listened to all the eps before that and have been a loyal listener since that. Shout out beans. That's what we want. Um, again, had to do some editing here to talk about uh, uh, to keep the identity moving, whatever. Uh, back to beans. Uh, some of the stuff I was talking about is how she did like some of our episodes that were more uh, deeper conversations. So kind of like uh, the meeting of the minds that me, Eli, and Andy had right before this. Some of the ones that uh, we want to do that me and you have talked about skater rob of kind of like uh this actually uh plays in nicely the yin and yang of acdt if you uh looked at our instagram on tuesday we had an awesome dm which was also from beans actually talking about that's why she specifically loves acdt is kind of like serious conversation mixed in with some humor which is what you look for in relationships right and what a lot of people are missing with this quarantine shit that aren't aren't get to see friends family whatever they're they're kind of looking for at least some people are looking for that out of acdt which i'll bang with quarantine can get really really fucking weird and scary yes and when you are by yourself or you know even generally by yourself for months on end even though you might hang out with your friends like a couple times in between but if you're generally by yourself months and months and months dude that shit can get really that's why you got to write into the acdt questionnaire and talk to the perfect dude perfect so yeah yeah i like it and we were talking about speaking of talking to anybody's i got an idea with neighbor bivens percolating for the end of this month about maybe like a little virtual anybody hang out meet up thing so stay tuned oh, yeah, for that that, that yeah. could be epic. cool um all right back to the email here <clears throat> excuse me beans here again uh now that i've graduated college i never get to have conversations uh like that meaning the deep ones uh as much anymore so the podcast gives me an outlet to ponder big and creative concepts again or the proper time to drink orange juice also valid so love it again i yeah. love orange juice <laughs> <laughs> honestly hey, who doesn't favorite dude? drink i'm an apple juice guy i like beer. orange juice but yeah, yeah so <laughs> I love, I love you, Rob. Uh, Beans, I'm so thankful for that in a time when we are all isolated from each other. So kind of, we jumped the gun a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, wrapping up the Beans email here. I love talking ideas, always. I'd like to share another before I forget. So this is where I need people to listen up. So there's a saying by Herman Hess, I hope I pronounced that, that goes, if you hate a person... You hate something in him or her that is part of yourself. What isn't part of ourselves doesn't disturb us. I also heard it described as every other person we meet that we like or dislike is a mirror of everything we like or dislike about ourselves. My question, beans that is, then becomes, are the things we dislike things we need to actively work on, or are they simply human faults we can never hope to correct, only accept best wishes, beans? Yeah. <laughs> that is a wonderfully heavy question. Yeah, can I read this again? Yeah, no, well, you kidding. actually have an entire week to read this, Skater uh, Raw, yeah, because yeah. this is on the questionnaire right now. This whole question, how people feel about it, we're going to leave it open-ended. This is perfect. I've talked to Miss Beans. Our guest on next week's episode, or one of uh, our guests, along with Top Shelf Tom, will be... Miss Beans. So Miss Beans oh, is going to nice. hop on on okay. Zoom. She's going to come in and do, again, like we were talking, this yin and yang, funny, serious type yeah. thing. Come in, tell us a marching band story. I've heard rumors, maybe one she wants to call it like the Teddy Graham races or something like that. Oh, so yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't even know what to think about that. So uh, maybe that'll be a question too. What do you think the Teddy Graham races are? Like just let people just yeah, go wild best, with best that. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, we are going to kind of address this question of what you like or don't like 
like in other people is just a reflection of what you like or don't like in yourself apparently is is the the nuts and bolts of it so again i am hyped to do a conversation like that i've loved that we've talked to the anybody's bleeping nema manners coming up here just kind of why they're into acdt what's going to keep people rolling and and motivated not much so much about what we're going to put out there but like why the show resonates with them and and what they're banging with but i'm excited to get kind of into that like deeper conversation and oh, just geez, like kind of that here, philosophical stuff. Andy and I did that like on a episode that uh, Eli couldn't make back in the day and it was a blast dude. And I've been yeah. telling you like, that's like the Joe Rogan vibe that I'm okay with going to that a couple episodes. So same here. All right. Skater Rob. I think there's only one thing to do now without any further ado. I present to you the one, the only Mr. Magic Turbo, AKA MTW manners. AKA the one. I'm the last tab open, bottom right, blue, white camera. Yep, just pull me up, just to hit on the screen right there. Yep, perfect. We're perfect. Got my beater, beat those cheeks ready. Let's make sure I'm recording. Yep, I'm recording. Dude. No mess up like last week. This is always, this is kind of like waiting on a first date. Is always like waiting for him to pop in. These anybody's you haven't met before, dude. It's like I get. I, oh, anybody. oh my god, there anybody. he is. Worm. Can you hear us? Can Mister Worm? Can you hear us? You look great. If you can't hear us. Hello. Oh, there he is. Hello, can you hear me? Mr. Magic Turbo, the worm manners, the man, the myth, the legend in the flesh. How are you, sir? I'm good, thank you. How are you? (laughs) Um, I am excited to see where this next 20 to 30 minutes goes. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. So uh, let me start. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Don't let me interrupt. Did you pick up on my my high-pitched voice? Is that, I hope it's an Andy Feathers impersonation, which is trying to make me feel better, uh, like a little more at home. If that, is that correct or is that incorrect? 100%, 100%. Andy Feathers all day. Oh my God. All right. So we're in it. This is what we do. Mr. Magic Turbo, the Worm Manners, AKA Tim Doherty. I hope I'm saying that right, brother. It is a finally, here it is. You are finally on the Anybody Can Do The Show after way too long. How are you, my friend? Grateful to be here. Um, sorry about that. I had the fan on. I'm like, I'm going to shut off the fan before we start this podcast. And I'm shut. I forgot. But, uh, <laughs> it's all- okay. Bright lights. It's all good, dude. I appreciate <laughs> your your court awareness is great. So <laughs> thank, um, you, thank you. Yeah, but, uh, so, I'm yeah. very happy to be here and uh, grateful. Thanks for having me. Dude, thank you for rocking with the show, man. I mean, I, I think we just get right into it. Like I was saying to you on Instagram, I think we talk a bit, a little bit about you, how you got into ACDT, and then by request of you, some winter-themed beater beat those cheeks and really kind of see uh, where your opinions are rolling. You wanted to kind of jump in, jump in the fire and, and start slinging some takes around, so I know you're pumped for that. Sounds good. I um, I got into the ACDT. ACDT show, excuse me. Um, I met, uh, I'm friends with Eli and uh, we connected. We became friends back in 2015. Pretty cool story how we met. We were both just hooping in Venice Beach 
and uh, two two white guys, and uh, there we both could hoop. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, hey, what's up, bro? And we were both chill, and uh, we got to know each other, and we became friends. And then through uh, uh, through keeping in touch over the years, I saw you guys all starting it up and right. I said, Oh my God, this is awesome. I saw the previews. I'm like, this is great. I love this. And, uh, I've been hooked. I gotta be honest. The last few episodes, I'm a little behind, but it's fine. Uh, it's fine. I absolutely Dude, no love one, it. no one can, uh, I don't think many people could argue how down the ride you are for the anybody's Mr. Worm. So, uh, again, <laughs> so again, the only thing now is I feel like you got uh, a little bit of bad character judgment if you're just like going up to Eli trying to be boys with him right off the hop I mean he's a certified lunatic so uh, again I don't know I don't know that might fit right into you that's my next question based on some of your emails are you a lunatic would you consider yourself a lunatic I know I would consider myself a crazy skater Rob we kind of jumped to that <laughs> oh, too but like, out of my uh, mind, no dude. man you are a passionate guy about life brother and we we talk about it all the time that you were the ideal person we could have dreamed up and like cooked up in a factory that would like be in anybody and interact with the show dude it looked like a perfect outlet for you to like jump in and like kind of let stuff fly that you might be into so again i don't know much about you all i know is kind of from instagram talking to eli so i know you definitely embody the anybody can do this spirit though man you are someone who doesn't think any idea is a bad idea the worst idea is just not doing it not putting yourself out there so i know some questions like you you are you were really into boxing that was kind of the first part of your life growing up again or boxing basketball college basketball player also uh amateur boxing so why don't you tell the people kind of a little bit about your athletic background sure yeah i definitely say uh in some regards i'm definitely a lunatic um <laughs> good self-awareness is good my brother yeah percent yes. and uh like like uh, nick and nick said uh a- anybody can do this for example um uh, I'll take it back all the way back to uh, high school, actually, uh, actually junior high school. Um, I was applying to high schools and uh, my one teacher uh, pulled me aside and said, Tim, uh, you know, you didn't score too good on your grades. And uh, I think you should reevaluate your high school choices. And because I don't think you're going to get into this one. So I, if I had, I like I was in junior high, I wanted to cry. And right. uh, I just I just took a deep breath. I stepped Fuck aside. that teacher said, worm. I said, screw yeah. this. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to get better grades and this and that. I got into the high school and I excelled and I did good. Of course. And then, uh, as far as basketball, um, I, uh, senior year of, uh, varsity basketball season, my, my coach pulls me aside, Tim, Tim Leary, awesome guy, rest in peace, love him to death. He goes, Hey, Darty, um, I gotta be honest with you. Um, you've been with the program four years, but, uh, you're not going to get any playing time this year. Um, do you want to get a job? Do you want to quit? I'll understand. So to this day, I still don't know if that was a, meant to be a pump-up speech or whatever. Yeah, uh, if he was being serious yeah. or not. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it, depends so, on, it sounds like he was a good coach, so let's give you the benefit of the doubt and say it. he was trying to motivate you. He saw he saw the skill in you, and he was trying to gas exactly. you up. Exactly. So yeah. I, I took that as a positive. I kept working, and uh, I was way on the bench. And uh, a few games into the season, I ended up uh, getting into the starting lineup and playing my role on the team and uh, it was it was a blast and then I went oh, okay. on to play college basketball and uh, just just uh, taking um, the negative there and turning it into a positive like anybody can do this and um, 
I did it there. And then uh, as far as boxing, um, oh, man, uh, I took so much heat there. Oh, you can't box. Come on, Tim. What are you doing? You know, you're crazy. I see you on the gram still, dude. You're out there throwing hands. I want no part of you. No part of you, bro. So, I, like, I can handle my own. And I, I you're, you scared me away. So. <laughs> but yeah, like even with the boxing, um, I remember talking to one of my best buddies at lunch. He's like, Tim, are you sure you want to do the golden gloves? You know, that's crazy, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You know, and then I started winning and then everyone's, you know, started believing in stuff. But uh Basically, um, you can do anything you put your mind to. Um, I've had success in different areas, but it was with hard work and just dedication and repetition. And um, I got better and better. And uh, so let's not gloss over the Golden Gloves a little bit. Let's get in. You fought in Golden Gloves. Tell the people a little bit about kind of what Golden Gloves is and, and how you fared in that. Sure. So uh, the Golden Gloves is is considered amongst amateur uh, boxing, one of the most prestigious uh, amateur boxing tournaments. The, the most prestigious, probably. Well, the Olympics is the most prestigious. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other strong, level. Strong. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's Roy Jones and Mayweather. There's different levels. You know? Roy Jones at 21. Roy Jones not with a few uh, pumpkin pies on his rib cage a couple days after Thanksgiving, man. So I was thinking about you watching some of that stuff. but Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So yeah, Golden Gloves one of the top, if not the top amateur event for boxing outside of uh, the Olympics. Yeah. So um, I, I've done it multiple times and I, I've uh, I've actually never won the Golden Gloves, but I've been in the finals uh, uh, multiple times and I have multiple silvers. And uh, but going into it, um, I was the underdog and no one expected me to get that far. And uh, uh I'm stumbling. You don't take no for an answer is what it sounds like, dude. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I get I, I'm always interested and this is why I want to talk to to people like you, Worm. And, and what do you think is more of a motivator or a fuel to you? Kind of always bettering yourself, always being willing to try new things or the fact that they were like you had these haters out here, whether it was your homies or your family or whatever, telling you like, Tim, you can't get into this high school. You can't you're not going to play on here. Like what, what do you think is more of the motivator for you? A little could of I, both. Could I say a little bit of both? For sure. Yeah, that, I would say a little bit of both because uh, when someone says you can't, I'm a competitive person. When someone tells me I can't do something, just, you know, I don't say it to them, but it will be in my head, you know, and it'll light a fire. You know, yeah. it's <laughs> like a girl rejecting yeah. you, you know. You, you or want somebody it. taking your laundry out of the wash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worm, I got so jacked up when I saw you on the screen. I didn't even remember to tell you that you can't see him on screen right now, but Skater Rob is here. I know you've been listening to a few episodes skater rob yes. joining us here on say uh season so three skater. so he was loving your laundry take that was really his first intro to you and he like texted me after listening to that and was like dude i've never agreed with anyone more in my entire life than yeah than worm on on his laundry take dude so i feel but, you manners that, that come was on, especially that was nowadays brutal. with covid you know what i mean and, oh exactly dude yeah. and and the people were with you man throwing your stuff back in there if anything people thought you should have gone you should have gone more crazy not crazy you should have gone more over the top than you did so um all right man so let's kind of fast forward to what you're doing now more specifically I, again what do you what do you do you have a nine to five where what do you find yourself spending most of your time doing now yeah so yeah that's um uh i used to sail deep sea as a marine engineer in in uh no shit 
Yeah. So I, oh, wow. I used to be in the Middle East a lot. And uh, the last trip I actually ever did was I was um, it was a short gig. It was a two week job on a, on a ferry in Alaska. So that was the last time I um, I sailed. Um, but nowadays, to answer your question, I, I work a, an engineering job in Manhattan, uh, in, not, not Manhattan, the Bronx, excuse me. Yeah. Well, I got to tell, tell everyone Manhattan. I don't want you to know. I, I, I can edit this out, bro. We're recording Tuesday. We don't drop till Thursday. You get, you're working on Wall Street, bro. So yeah, but no. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, that's my nine to five. It pays the bills. I, I enjoy it. But um, back at that time, the last time I was sailing, um, in Alaska, I saw a casting call for the Irishman. And I'm like, oh, man, this is so cool. I, I would travel over the years, getting flying to the ships. And people, I'd interact with people. Oh, you look like an actor or a model. And I'd just laugh. I had no interest. A model. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can see act. I don't know. I don't know. About, you got with that chin strap especially right now, Worm. I don't know. I don't know about model, but like, right, maybe, maybe a hand model. Maybe I a hand model. Maybe a model up. Yeah. <laughs> you Oh, you me come on, you're my you're my boy, but I can't let you pump your own tires until they burst, bro. So, uh, so, but. so yeah, the acting, and I'm like, so I saw the Irishman. I'm like, oh man, this would be so cool. One of my favorite movies is Goodfellas, and uh, so I applied, and um, they reached back to me for background extra, and I'm like, oh yes, I'm gonna be in this movie, and then. For one reason or another, I like apply to like five different roles in that movie. And they reached out to me for three of them. The one they had didn't have my jacket size. I was too big. The other one. Um, Not a big deal. Too bulky. <laughs> for one reason or another, my hair wasn't right or this and that. That's crazy. But then I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. I want to try this. So I applied to a couple others and I, I got the one and I was on a big uh, Hollywood set of a background. That was Sweet Bitter, the show. It was on stars and uh, that was that was I had a blast. It was so much fun. And then I'm like, oh, this is cool. I want to try this. So then what happened was I applied and I was background on a small independent film. And in what happened in real life, um, the main character had a family emergency and they had this space renting out this bar or restaurant in Manhattan. And the director who I'm friends with now, he comes up to me and he's like, are you good with monologues? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and were you head, good or were you just you were just like, you got to say yes to this, dude. This is the break and you'll figure it out. Exactly. I'm like, I got to say yes to this, dude. I don't even know what a monologue is. What's a monologue? <laughs> so, so, yeah. So somehow uh, I, I was like, yeah, this is my chance. Fuck yeah. And um, uh, another actor who, who was there, a really talented guy, um, he, he gave me like a, a motivational speech. I'm like, thanks, man. He's like, you can do this. And I somehow memorized the speech really quick. And, and it, and it was like an inspirational speech so I could connect with it. Sure. And, uh, then I did it. Nice. They did two takes. That was it. And, um, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. And uh, that's, that's currently, I'd say my, um, adventure now I've been exploring it over the last few years. And that movie actually, it's, it's amazing. Like, uh, that's actually on Amazon prime now. So, yeah, like I, you can see me at the very end, but um, just like I had that some monologue makes the end of the movie. Correct. What's like that? that the monologue made the end of the movie. That scene. I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, dude. I haven't gotten a chance to watch the movie as of yet. I'm going to have watched it before the episode drops Thursday. But, cool. uh, dude, I that is just I saw that on your Instagram. I was telling Eli that the other day is like jaw hit the floor. He's like, that's my boy. That's my boy, Tim, man. Just like and again, dude, that's hilariously 
uh, relevant to this show in the sense of like, why can't you, why can't you do it? And you know, why can't you take a shot? And if it works, awesome. We'll go from there. And if not, fuck it. I mean, I'm back to background when, when this guy gets back from lunch, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, 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 dude. And that's why, and, and I got that energy from you, dude, from like the first time that you jumped on this thing, man. I can't remember if it was a questionnaire, hopping on a story, whatever it was, but I need, I need to ask this and then we'll jump into beat or beat those cheeks. Um, and we'll get these takes flying. The original name, Yep. Mr. Magic Turbo, the Worm Manners. Can you break that down for me, please? Just I, 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 I don't even know if I want to know. I, it's like when you see someone who, or you hear someone on radio for so long, you didn't know what they looked like before social media, and then you see what they look like, you're like, fuck, like that's not what I thought at all. So break the name down for for those who know who you are and any new anybody's here uh, in season three. Sure. Um, so. Um magic i would like to say that represents my skills in the bedroom but that's <laughs> uh, not the case so the true story there uh, with magic is um it was my freshman year of college we we were uh, we had a home game and my brother was in the stands with uh an assistant coach of his and a few other friends and i just went off the game it was like my uh my big game of um where i like started uh doing better and stuff and then they everyone just started Chanting, Magic Tim, Magic Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. So That's that, that awesome. was where the magic came from. Uh, magic Turbo. Over the years, uh, after college, I'd play in recreational basketball leagues with some buddies. And I'd always, it's just a habit, I'd always be jumping rope. And I'd always have energy. You know, I'd say, no, oh, you, you're, you energetic? I could, I would never have guessed. <laughs> we could do this. So yeah. everyone started calling me Turbo there. And uh, maybe it represents me in the bedroom too turbo <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then um the worm so that was sick so uh so, so back in 2013 um my brother he lives in rockaway queens and they have this summer basketball league where they take it very seriously the summer classics and uh that year uh, the previous year, my brother had lost in the championship. So 2013, he brings in uh, myself and another buddy of mine, Big Paint, and uh, and uh, another paint. friend. Yeah. <laughs> and you can call us the ringers. And um, we got to the championship. But I told him preseason, I said, if I'm going to play defense like Dennis Rodman, the worm, Let's ferocious go. defense. But if we win this, I am going to do the worm. Center court after the championship game, I'm going to do the worm. So what <laughs> happens is we win the championship it was sick everyone's like okay tim it's a big moment middle of queens go get it son i get in the middle of the circle and i do my best impression of the worm Yeah, Plus two teeth, funny. like that boxer not too long ago. Who that? There was that pro boxer. I don't know if you remember Worm. He tried to do it after the fight, knocked himself unconscious or like dislocated his shoulder <laughs> oh or some shit. God. I don't know if you remember that skater, Rob. <laughs> no, oh, oh dude. And then manners. Just you're just manners, a polite um, guy. That's like a family friend joke. Um, uh, you know, um, some unique mannerisms like belching and farting and. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so, you just know, a Mr. jack manners. of all trades. Hey, Mr. Yeah. Manners, you have some really good manners. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so just yeah. an amalgamation of every nickname anyone ever called you, even if it was just one time. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else will care about that, but I know Andy will. He that uh, When he listens to this, that he will love to finally get the explanation of that, man. So um, <laughs> yeah, I think so, that's uh, great. Out there, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. All right. Skater Rob, I'm going to have you hop back on the mic here. Join us uh, and for requested by the one and only Worm, a little beater beat those cheeks. So for uh, let's get the takes flying here, boys. Let's get you revved up, Worm. We did the interview part. Now we want now we want the voicemail guy, the guy who's passionate um, about some of these these winner things. So uh, for those of you who don't know, beater beat those cheeks. This is where we throw out a few topics. Uh, if we don't like them, if we're whack, if if, if we think that they're uh, lame them things is beat if we like them if we're into it if it feels so good good at a boy manners Sorry. we're beating those cheeks <laughs> no I love it dude I absolutely love it so alright let's hop in right here Skater Rob I'm gonna start with you you've been off for a few minutes here and let's toss oh, it to you so again these are all kind of not Christmas themed, but like wintery themed. Okay, we just had our first snow here tonight in Pittsburgh Manors. I don't know what's popping out there in NYC, but uh, it's been snowing all day here. That's what was really at the top of my mind when I was thinking about some of this stuff this week. Anyway, so can't be beat or beat those cheeks without a food thing, right? That's right. Whether you call them Jimmies, whether you call them sprinkles, whether it's on ice cream, whether it's on cookies, are you beat or beating the cheeks of sprinkles? Uh, you know what? I used to be all about them, but uh, the last few times I had them, I just didn't like them. They didn't taste like anything. They taste like shit, actually. And they fucking get, like, caught in your teeth. And, like, dude, they suck. Like, especially on, like, donuts or know, ice cream. I don't know, whatever else you put you're beat, on. You're beat on. Yeah, on, I don't like them. So, as in your older Jimmy's. days, you don't want the empty calories of sprinkles. Is kind of what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I, it's, again, like, it's, it's dude, a safe nowadays, space. Like nowadays, dude, I'm older. Like I don't keep fucking sprinkles in my. You're also a single cupboard. guy. It's like, nice. To, again, yeah, I'd like to blame it on my I lady. It. I got sprinkles on deck, son. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big sprinkles we guy. I'm beating the cheeks, dude. This is prime sprinkle <laughs> season. I am. Give me every sprinkle you got. Give me Jimmy's. I'm colored over chocolate all day. Um, Mr. Magic Turbo, the Warren Manners. How you feel about sprinkles, sir? Um, I'm gonna agree with you, neighbor Nick. I'm gonna beat those cheeks hard yeah. to sprinkles. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it brings back good childhood memories. Um, I'm going to even beat the cheeks, the nutritional value. Sure, it may not be uh, 100% uh, healthy, healthy, healthy. But, hey, you got to enjoy yourself, baby. Beat those cheeks all day. Amen, amen. All right, let's go. Let's go right back to the worm. Actually, I'll go for this one, and then we'll toss it to the worm, and then we'll go to Skater Rob on this. Beat or beat those cheeks, fake Christmas trees. So I just am a man who just put my uh, real Christmas tree up on Monday this week, probably the earliest I've ever done it, November 30th, with Thanksgiving being so late this year. I understand that some people in potentially major cities like New York don't have the room or the ability to get uh, real trees. However... That does not excuse the fact that a fake Christmas tree could not be the most beat thing. Could could potentially be the most beat thing about the holiday season. Do you get fake Christmas carols? I guess you do. You play like music and stuff. You don't have real Christmas. But like, do you get fake hot chocolate? Do you get fake sprinkles worm? No, you don't get any of that shit. And you don't get a fucking fake Christmas tree. Thoughts? 
I agree with everything you're saying, but I want to stir the pot and I'm going to beat those cheeks because there's oh. a lot of convenience to uh, Christmas tree. Uh, to- so this is my argument. I don't mean to cut you off. The fake Christmas tree is less convenient than going to the store, buying one, putting it up and just throwing it out every year. You got to put it in the box. You got you got to find the box. You got to store the box all year. Uh, what do you have to say to that, Worm? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cat got your tongue, bro. Yeah, find another point. I appreciate you trying to stir the pot, but do not come in here with some weak ass takes, son. I do this for a living, dude. I do this for a living. This is pro. I get paid Betty Crocker money for this. All right. So, uh, Skater Rob, how do you feel about the fake Christmas tree? Um, I'm definitely a fan of the real tree. Uh, while I understand I why people, are. people need, you know, the fake tree for, you know, like Manner said, convenience. And I know you said you got to put it in a box, blah, blah, blah. Lug I'm lazy. So keep that in attic, mind. Whatever. Like, fuck it. But, uh, not nah, the, the real ones that definitely the best way to go. And you, just the smell that oh. like leaves your whole entire apartment the best. or house the- or place or whatever. It's, ah, oh, it's the greatest smell in the world. The only thing that sucks is it just gets like those needles everywhere. Everywhere. But fucking just, yeah. You got to do it. You got to do it. Worm, yeah. you were all over the smell of the Christmas tree, it looked like. I, I, like I do buddies. love the smell of Christmas yeah, trees. Man. Oh, once he said that. <laughs> it brings back I memories, I believe. Can- a candle, and it's actually similar to the Christmas tree. It's amazing. <laughs> Me too, dude. I'm ODing on the Christmas tree go. smell. I got the candle going. I got the real tree. I'm trying to get high as fuck <laughs> off the Christmas tree smell, dog. Like, uh, that's that's perfect. So, um, again, another one that these are pretty general for winter, but I, I do feel like people are passionate about this next one uh either way uh let's start with um me myself on this one snow so just snow in general right i feel like a lot of people hate snow they hate the slush they hate the cold they hate all that type of stuff i'm beating the cheeks of snow man i absolutely love me some snow I took a walk this morning to get my coffee had my boots on had my big jacket it's just it's peaceful it's way better than when it rains in the winter time dude it's just like it's nice now that it because it hasn't been super cold yet so it's not really sticking it's just kind of flying around if you got the dog shout out Ida uh, then uh, they love it usually most of the time they're running around being cute as frick uh, it's awesome I'm beating the cheeks of snow man if you are beat on snow you just gotta dump in your pants you're the opposite of finding <laughs> (laughs) a silver lining in life you're just trying to find the slush lining in life of course slush sucks dude of course traffic and all that and people freaking out sucks dude but snow is awesome snow's the best worm thoughts agreed 100 percent. i couldn't have said it better myself uh neighbor nick um beating the cheeks to snow um i love the change of seasons and uh there's nothing like a good day of snow to represent christmas and the holidays and you're a perfect example. You look, this is why I get paid the big bucks, man. As you started this by talking that you met Eli in Venice Beach in California. You are a man who grew up and now again resides back on the East Coast in New York. So you're someone who's had seasons, not had seasons. This is always the big kind of the big uh, argument. You're So you're officially saying change of seasons is, is you're beating that cheeks out of season change. 
hundred percent. Yeah, I do love my warm weather. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, but yeah, I do. I do like the change of seasons. Facts, facts. Skater beat Rob, snow. I'm gonna beat those cheeks, man. But let's let go. Me, unanimous let, cheek beat. Is that is that? Were we another let me, unanimous? Let me one start earlier? off by saying I used to fucking hate snow so much. Okay. Look at you. You're a man of change on this yeah, week's dude, episode. Yeah, dude. Sprinkles, snow. You're, you're really growing up right in front of my I'm eyes. I'm just beautiful. all over the place, man. But I don't know. The older I get, the the more uh, I've enjoyed the snow and even like the colder weather. Even so, though cold weather can suck. I know when it's windy and shit out, it sucks. But, dude, in general, something about just makes it makes you feel alive. It makes you... I don't know. When you breathe that cold air, sometimes it feels nice. And then also, I think you said it makes you, there's just something peaceful about snow Hell yeah, laying man. on the grass. It's like that nice white coat, man. And again, it's talk to me in two months it. when it's February and the Super Bowl was like three weeks course, ago and yeah. it's probably hating yeah, quarantine hate. with the second lockdown. I might feel different about the snow, but today I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. Uh, like we said, a little podcast magic Steelers won. Uh, and so we're all we're all feeling good. So, uh, Mr. Magic Turbo, the Warren Manners, I'm going to wrap this up. We got one more beater beat those cheeks and I'm going to throw it to you. I'm thinking this one might be a little bit more divisive than the first couple we've had. We've had a little everybody kind of agree and let's see how you feel feel about this one so we just talked about the Steelers there Mr. Worm again I'm doing podcast magic here this drops on Thursday the Steelers are playing went played Wednesday afternoon dominated the Ravens they played at 340 in the afternoon though mm-hmm. do you know why they played at 340 in the afternoon Mr. Worm and why they didn't play Wednesday night like a normal game would You're shaking your head no, and you're answering no. The reason is the game is being broadcast on NBC. NBC currently has the rights and the schedule to broadcast the lighting of the tree at Rockefeller Center that night, and they refused to move it for the greatest organization in the history of athletics and the Ravens. Um, Wow. Beat or beat those cheeks. All of that aside, that, that'll go into my argument. Beat or beat those cheeks, the tree at Rockefeller Center. Mr. Worm, from, from someone who lives probably not too far. I mean, the Bronx is a little far from Rockefeller Center, but if you're living where you're working, but I don't know where you're living, but it, it, you're going to have a different view than, than me and Skater Rob as, as kind of a New York resident. Well, is, is this the current Rockefeller tree? Because I heard that they're not going to decorate it. Or, uh, this year? Just kind of it in general, right? So just kind of all like the the pomp and circumstance around it. Are you are you beat or beating the cheeks around the hype around the, whatever is the Rockefeller tree? Not necessarily this year, which I think was on purpose that they picked a bad tree. Just like I thought it was very, very, very convenient for 2020. Like you know what I mean. So I guess just in general, that aside, the, the over the, the dude, I, probably millions of people go to look at this thing a year. Like it's always packed. You hear people go crazy yeah. over it. So. So the hype of the Rockefeller tree, Mr. Manners, beat or beat those cheeks. Um, I'm kind of in the middle, but uh, I'm leaning towards, uh, and I'm not just trying to stir the pot. I have a good, I have a few good memories of going to the Rockefeller uh, tree. So um, it, it can be, you know, overly packed and that could be too much, but um, the experience and the, the holiday, there is something about that. Um, I'm going to beat the cheeks to just going into the city and looking forward to it. And, and I hear you, it can be a bit hyped up, but as far as, 
uh, you know, one of the biggest football games coming up, uh, it's kind of beat, you know, uh, you can't change it around a few hours. I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. We gotta, yeah. Like just plug the tree in tomorrow, dude. Like I, like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know. I guess I tip my hand a little bit there. Worm, you were saying I'm obviously beat on it. I've seen the tree yeah. too. I'm not trying to shit on anybody's memories or anything, man. But like even before quarantine dog, like you couldn't pay me a million dollars to be around like that many people at once to stare at a christmas tree like you know what i mean again go go form your memory somewhere cooler or different not even cooler i don't even want to i'm not even judging where you're forming your memories but i'm just saying i'm going to be building memories at like sabaro across the street or something like give me a call give me a call when you guys get through the line and and we'll go find the next thing to make the next memory but like i don't know i was just again the Steeler game obviously that really chapped my ass again we talked about it 3 30 kind of cool quarantine and stuff like whatever but uh skater rob what are your thoughts on on the tree at rockefeller center uh i've never seen it i've never been i've been to new york but i've never seen the tree um and i did not know that you know there's got there's a line and all this shit like i had no idea about any of that so yeah fucking beat like i don't don't care about it concise and to the point i love it (laughs) Well, uh, gentlemen, I yeah. think that that'll wrap it up for this week's episode, that installment of Vito Vito's Cheeks. Huge thank you to the one and only Mr. MTW Manners, a.k.a. The Hell Worm. Yeah, Manners. Before we let you go, Worm, I do have at least one more question for you. And again, if you want to say anything before you jump off, before I jump in the question, uh, we love yes. having you on, bro. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, I'd like to uh, just a fun little trivia fact I learned the other day. It's it would be motivating. Uh, just basically what we discussed. Anybody can do whatever you put your mind to. Um, now, where I'm going to go with this, uh, these two guys I'm going to mention are absolute legends in the acting world and two of the best to ever do it. But a fun trivia fact. Back in 1989, um, I don't know if you ever seen Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. Of course, of course. So Classic. There's a scene where there's like thousands of extras in one scene. And two of those guys in that scene were Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. No Damn. way. Yes, they were extras. They were unknowns at the time. So about Damn. 10 years later, give or take a few years, um, The Sum of All Fears. I've never actually seen that movie. i got to watch Great it. Great flick. you got to check it out. Yeah. So Phil Robinson was the director with Ben Affleck being in the movie and uh, Ben goes up to Phil and Ben goes, oh, hey, Phil, it's great to work with you again. And Phil goes, what the are you talking about? We never worked together. (laughs) And then then Ben makes a joke. Oh, I was an extra. So what I'm getting at is, uh, you know, those guys are in a a whole level of their own, but you can do anything. You you start wherever you are. If you work at it, you can do it. Dude, I love it. And that actually kind of goes right into my last question that I try and ask everybody that comes on here. You already kind of answered it a little bit, but I'm going to ask it kind of in a different way, maybe see if it brings anything else to the front of your mind. So we always talk about on here, Worm, about how there's a lot of people out there that do the nine to five thing, but have that creative itch, right? And always want to be out Rob with his video editing, his cartoon drawing, me with the pod, you with your acting, whatever it may be. It's always better to kind of scratch that itch than it is to sit at home and wonder what if, right? And people, a lot of people don't do that or don't want to do that because they're worried about what people think or putting themselves out there or whatever. So I like to, Oh, you are one that's definitely experienced in putting yourself out there and kind of seeing the, 
the good and the bads of it. So what would you tell someone who's sitting at home right now, banging to this podcast, uh, kind of reminiscing on the terrible takes you just had on beat or beat those cheeks. And, <laughs> and they're thinking like, you know what, man, I want to take this chance, but I don't know about putting myself out there. What would you tell them? Um, I would say what my first, uh, acting teacher told me, you know, I'd get nervous in front of the class. He goes, Tim, take stage, say, fuck it. And just go for it. It's, you know, easy to do it, but it's so true. Just stop thinking, fuck it. Let's go yeah. do it. Take stage and own it. And you just, you won't know unless you try. And, and, uh, it's so true. I'm looking back and where's the last 10 years gone. I've done this and that I haven't done this or that, but unless you try it, you'll never know. And that's, that could be your biggest regret, not trying, you know, who cares if you fail the number of things I failed at. Oh my God. It's, it's mind boggling. <laughs> but, uh, but right, exactly. You, Empty manners, you, roll. you get knocked down. You got to have the champion mentality and uh, you get knocked down, you get back up and you try again, you know, come up with a better strategy or whatever. And uh, um, just keep going. Love the process, too. You got to enjoy. That's something I learned, too. Um, it's not always like some people have the mentality. Oh, I got to get this amount of money or I got to get this to be happy or I got to get this girl or this or this. It's not that you got to find what you enjoy doing and enjoy doing it. Love the process of improving and uh, cherishing your journey. Warm. I mean, I got to tell you, man, I love a lot of things about this podcast, but one of the things I love the most is getting to meet somebody like you, dude. I, I, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you rocking with the anybody's. I appreciate you making time. And, and most of all, I just appreciate you, brother. So thank you. And if you ain't motivated by that shit, go get your pulse checked, baby. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for having me. I'm truly honored. Namaste, as we say in hot yoga. <laughs> Oh,